Welcome back to the Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about Power Tools for Teams, the Plus Delta Exercise. Nathaniel and I were building an agenda for his team's three-day retreat. Working with Nathaniel was a blast. He was curious, smart, and undefended. He seemed willing to hear anything. Well, almost anything. He wasn't willing to hear about scheduling concrete activities for the mornings of days two and three. He said, We need flex time in case anything major comes out of the plus delta rounds at the ends of the days. Delighted, I said, no argument from me. Plus Delta is an exercise facilitators and group leaders use to help teams close meetings, improve processes, and develop the team. During the Plus Delta exercise, each participant in turn names something they think went well during the day, that's their plus, and a wish for something better in the future, that's their delta. My friend and colleague, Christine Grimm, she's CEO of ARIA Consulting International, had worked with Nathaniel and his team for five years. She had taught them the Plus Delta exercise. Now the team was ready for the look and sound of leadership, and she had introduced me to him. Christine told me, You're gonna love him. Nathaniel is one of the most transparent, grown-up leaders I've ever met. About his use of the Plus Delta tool, she said, the instant I explained it to him, he understood that the Delta isn't about expressing discontent or about identifying a problem. It's about picturing an ideal future. Having used the Plus Delta tool myself over the years, I observed, it is so hard to get out of the mindset that Plus is good, so Delta must be bad. She agreed, and she went on, Nathaniel never takes the Deltas personally. He's really healthy about that, so the team can tell him anything, and they do. He's made it very safe. There's high trust on his team. When you talk with him, you'll see why. My initial conversations with Nathaniel confirmed what Christine had said. I asked if he thought the Plus Delta tool had been helpful for the team, and he said, Absolutely. We were just forming when Christine taught it to us. Using Plus Delta over and over gave us a new way to think about problems. Knew how, I asked. We used to focus on a problem and try to fix it or solve it or cut it out. But it's hard to focus on a negative, don't do this or don't do that. Like, don't think of an elephant standing in a lake. What do you think of, right? I laughed, and he went on. Thinking about something as a forward-focused wish is a great visioning tool. And it's taught us that if we want to achieve the wishes, we have to make plans. I asked, the team understands the concept of a forward-focused wish? Well, you can see for yourself and you tell me, he said. Actually, that concept was pretty easy for us. What was harder was learning to record and review. Christine told us that would be a challenge, and it was. I said, you're not the only team that struggles with that. Well, it's not a struggle anymore, he said. Every plus and every delta gets recorded every time. And we review the lists at our quarterly meetings. 
Discovering the themes is fascinating. It's like reading an old diary. At first, you know, the whole process felt tedious, like a big waste of time. But now we look forward to it. At least I do. Well, you can ask the team when you meet them. I will, I said. The team was six men and two women plus Nathaniel. I first met them around a fire pit the night before the retreat began. They were socializing prior to dinner. I happened to arrive at the same time as a tall guy who had introduced himself to me as Bruce. As he and I approached the ring of chairs, a woman wearing a dark sweater spotted me and called out, Hey, Nathaniel, is this your new genius? There was laughter as people rose to introduce themselves to me. At my side, Bruce said quietly, We're a bit rowdy when we're together. I laughed, saying, It's no problem with me. The introductions were full of teasing. This group clearly enjoyed one another. I had a feeling it was going to be a fun night. As I got settled in, they wanted to know what I had heard about them from Christine. I told them, Well, for one thing, I hear you all are champs at Plus Delta. Like a chorus, they called out, Without doubt, and damn right, and Christine tell you that, and we are. I answered back, What makes you so hot? A shaggy, red-headed guy named Irwin said, We talk short and sweet. A woman named Katsumi agreed. Right, she said. No big explanations when you're doing plus delta, just bullet points. Sitting next to her, Kieran observed, It was hard to learn to talk short. Only because you love to talk, Kieran, retorted Irwin, the redhead. Bruce shot back to him, Hey, you should talk, Irwin. And then to me, Bruce explained, When we started using plus delta, we all gave big explanations. Katsumi explained further, We didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, so we used a lot of words. Now when someone starts explaining their plus deltas, we jump on them. I asked, Because... She answered succinctly, More words water down ideas. Kieran chimed in with a new thought. We used to think we couldn't repeat each other on the plus or the delta. Sipping a beer with his feet near the fire, Nathaniel called out, Christine got us wise about that. Bree, the woman who had called me the new genius, said, Christine taught us that repetition is how the themes emerge. It's really powerful when we hear that we all want to change the same thing, like like doing homework before the meetings. Or, said Bruce, follow up after. I said, it sounds to me like you're giving each other feedback. Is that how you think of the Deltas, as feedback? I looked over at Nathaniel with my eyebrows raised as if to say, let's see what they say. He raised his back as if to answer, you'll see. Again they chorused, No, it's not feedback, and a delta is a wish, and it's picturing the future. Bree carried on, saying, Everyone used to hate my slides. The group gave a loud cheer of agreement, and she laughed and said, But no one said to me, Oh, Bree, your slides stink. What I kept hearing were deltas like, I wish all our slides were readable, and I wish we had decks with no spreadsheets. Irwin raised his wine glass and said, And I heard people say, I wish the team was punctual. The team cheered again.
and Bruce said, We learn to hear each other's wishes and not take them personally. I looked at Nathaniel and gave a tiny shrug as if to say, Yep, they know this lesson. To the team, Nathaniel called out, Stop your bragging, you guys. Let him see for himself tomorrow. Day one of the retreat went well. About 45 minutes before the end time, Nathaniel shifted the team into closure mode. Action items were identified and responsibilities were agreed to. Then, as people closed their laptops and crumpled notes, someone called out, Okay, plus Delta, who's recording? Me, answered someone, reopening his computer. I'll go first. For his plus, he made an observation about something he had enjoyed in the morning. His Delta was, I wish corporate would do away with that one slide about the process cycle. And so it went. Backpacks were zipped and dishes clinked as, one after another, people called out their observations, and their observations were recorded. I was struck by their ability to be light and nimble, yet thoughtful and articulate. They excelled at labeling without explaining. And then suddenly, almost before I knew it, the plus delta was over, people were on their feet, heading out the door. In my room, before dinner, I reflected on their mastery of the plus delta tool. Considering the behaviors that had made them so proficient, I listed five. I felt they had become expert because, number one, they used the tool consistently and rigorously over time. Number two, they spoke their plus deltas as succinct bullet points. Number three, they recorded every plus and every delta, then reviewed the lists regularly. Number four, they phrased deltas as a wish about an ideal future, not about what had gone wrong in the past. And number five, they refused to react personally to anything said by others. In an interesting coincidence, within a month, I had the opportunity to introduce the Plus Delta tool to a team who had never used it. During their offsite, they tried it three times. Unfortunately, no fire pit for this group, just a high-rise conference room. Unlike Nathaniel's team, these folks were beginners. As with all beginners, their first efforts were slow. Each Plus Delta round took quite a bit of time. One trouble they encountered was the ability to identify what they had liked or what they wished for the future. One person said, Well, during the morning, I remember noticing something I didn't like. I interrupted and corrected gently. You mean something you wish was different for the future? Yeah, right, he said. Sorry, I noticed something I wish was different, but I can't remember it now. The group decided... They would write down pluses and deltas as they happened. That way, come the end of the meeting, they would already have them. They also found themselves defaulting in both the pluses and the deltas to saying, I agree with what she said. I suggested that there was power in putting every item into their own words, even if someone else had already said it. Echoing Nathaniel's team, I said, That is how you'll hear the themes emerge. This team found that idea helpful. One woman, braver than the others, 
said she thought they were being awfully polite with their deltas. They discussed that and agreed, yes, they would like to be as honest as possible. They asked if I had any tools for that. I said, you're talking about safety. Safety comes as you learn that you won't pay a price for speaking up. Over time, you're going to find out whether people get wounded and carry grudges. In other words, do they take the deltas personally? If they do, it won't feel very safe. Safety happens when all ideas are equally welcome. To which one team member replied, But all ideas aren't equally good. That's true, I agreed. But plus deltas are just each person's opinion. People are just saying what they like and what they're wishing for the future. If all opinions are welcome equally, well, over time you'll get past being polite. The leader of that team and I were in a robust coaching engagement. I sensed she would be able to model healthy, non-defensive behaviors for the team that over time most likely would create safety. If that team kept practicing the plus delta tool, I felt certain they would move themselves towards the look and sound of leadership. The purpose of this episode was to introduce to you a tool that is easy to use, but powerful. The plus delta tool is one of those exercises that seems incredibly simple, but can boost your team's effectiveness profoundly. The secrets to being successful with this tool are the five bullets I was reflecting on in my hotel room after the first day of the retreat. Here they are again. Number one, use the tool consistently and rigorously over time. Number two, speak plus deltas as succinct bullet points. Just label, don't explain. Number three, record every plus and every delta every time and then review the lists regularly. Four, phrase your deltas as a wish about an ideal future, not about what went wrong in the past. And number five, no matter what you hear, don't take anything personally. Two great things about the Plus Delta tool are it isn't difficult and it isn't time-consuming. The only difficult part is just remembering to do it. And you can do it as often as you like. You don't have to wait for retreats and quarterly meetings. You can do it at the end of a 15-minute morning huddle. You can do it at the end of every weekly staff meeting, like going to the gym or practicing mindfulness. The more you do it, the more impact it makes. Looking back on the past 10-plus years of these executive coaching tips, I'm aware that the vast majority of them are focused on you individually as a leader. But there are several I've written that help you think about yourself as a leader of teams. This episode is certainly one of those. If it's time for you to think about yourself as a team leader, other episodes you can listen to are Your Team's Best Interests, Part 1 and Part 2, Coaching Your People, and Engagement and Performance. Another episode that I referenced, which is particularly relevant to this episode, is Don't Take It Personally. I encourage you to listen to that one. Something I don't talk about nearly enough is the contact I have with all of you. You have become an amazing audience. Some of you leave comments on the website. Thank you for those. Some of you reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's always a pleasure. 
Some of you contact me through the Essential Communications website, and you ask for various PDFs and supporting materials. That is always a pleasure. I'm happy to provide those. And more and more of you are reaching out to talk with me about getting coaching for yourselves. I love talking with you and hearing your stories and seeing how I can help. And some of you leave reviews in iTunes. That is the biggest gift of all because it helps the next generation of listeners find the podcast. No matter how you get in touch, thanks. You are so much fun. You energize me every day. Being in touch with you is one of the joys in my life. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.